Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I keep saying I bring the heat, my burns are ice cold, and yet I come across as mild. And that is for Uba this Um, week on the reunion, referencing her Uba hot that we found mild at best, and her crazy truth bomb she was dropping that nobody was picking up but we will save it until new york well no you're right she tries to get hot elizabeth but it is like yeah much like that sauce that sauce it ruined her for us it's out of left field that sauce (laughs) we're also joined by my lovely friend and our co-host mr alex moran all right this is a i mean i will admit that this is a failed tagline before but I you've say done it. so many terrible ones in the past, Alex. What I makes know, this, this better? Th- but this is this is the worst. Oh, one. No. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to shade both Crystal and Lisa at the same Ooh. time. But this is the best. Lisa Rinna. Okay. Yes. It is crystal clear that Lisa isn't here, and I was trying to find a way to shade <laughs> the fact that, like. I didn't even notice that Crystal and Lisa both were absent from this episode until it was pointed out to me at various points. Uh, Crystal's husband got more lines than she did. Yes. It's also in Sentence World, Crystal has been replaced by an A-plus Jennifer in my Tilly. life. Yes. Give mm-hmm. that woman a diamond? Yes. A crystal. <laughs> and we are also joined by our lovely co-host and my sister, Miss Julia Baker. I may live in Texas, but without me, you would have nothing. Okay, we oh, two shit. two New York taglines. We're jumping right in. New York. I want to start with Julia's tagline because that was presented to us as a gotcha moment. If it was a gotcha moment, whose fault would it be? Not Jessel's, but the like hundreds of Bravo employees who had to fill out all of her HR paperwork. What? It was Andy who was really trying to make sure that we all knew that Jessel moved here just for the show. But he's mm-hmm. a producer, like an executive producer on all these shows. So isn't he gotcha himself? And ultimately, it's just like good for her. Right. Like, I don't care. She was so well liked. They've moved her to New York. If anything, Dorit should be worried. She's coming for Dorit's brand because Dorit is the queen of the world and it's really Jessel. Jessel it is, is Jessel. the queen of and the Jessel world. And Jessel actually has a real accent. Exactly. Um, and people pointed this out online. Kenya moved to Atlanta for Real Housewives. Oh, everyone mm-hmm. moves. We joke about this every Potomac. None of the women from Potomac live in Potomac and none of the Beverly Hills live in Beverly Hills. Heather in OC is actively trying to move yes. out of the OC. Hours away. <laughs> Can I transition into something else that bothered me? Yes. Aaron referred to her father as a single dad. Aaron is 40. <laughs> that was the thing that even Andy had to like double back to and be like what do you mean by that (laughs) he's an adult man with adult children i get at one point like yeah he was probably a single dad but like now he's like no that's not you don't get to keep that status Mm -hmm. i i have conflicting thoughts on this reunion i'll tell you like my my broad review of it is that one they are not ready for this any of them Mm -hmm. i don't think any of them are ready for this reunion they don't have it and he told us yep they really don't have the chops but two, I am loving how much it is like a wish fulfillment thing of they all hate Aaron and Cy. 
and they are all turning on them and even Aaron and Sire turning on each other that I am actively enjoying it because of that. But like watching it makes me so like, God, these are not like, they're not housewives yet. No. Maybe Jessel. Brynn is the only one who knows what she should be doing. I'm not saying she's actually following through, but she clearly knows. But even her, she's like, she's so quick to like cry about shit right. in a way that like everyone just is just like already like everyone's ready to collapse. I did appreciate when she yelled at Sai, I can't hear you sitting way down there. That <laughs> was a Cy's great like, burn. That was a housewife yeah. level burn. But the problem is Atlanta, we wouldn't even have noticed that burn because there would have been 17 burns stacked on that one. That Atlanta reunion this year, oh, bad season, amazing reunion. All of New York, they're so literal and sensitive. I can't handle it. Erin is so offended by everything that she says. She asked Jessel if she literally thinks that she made Tri- Tribeca. Like, that made me want to die. <laughs> I was like, that was such like the most encompassing like of Aaron moment. I mean, Jessel's killing it. Jessel is hilarious. And we've talked about how Uba is just off her rocker on Struggling. this one. Something that I do have to stand up for with Uba is everyone was offended when Uba implied Aaron's ring wasn't real, her new engagement ring. Mm-hmm. But Aaron, when she received this ring from Abe, said, oh my God, is this real? We just have nothing with New York... I do like Bryn. Bryn's so popular, though, online. Yeah. Um, Sai is just confusing and not in a fun, no. like, you know what the most immediate comparison I thought of was Jen Shaw when she was called out on shit in, like, reunions, oh, how she sob. would like, kind of deflect or sob mm-hmm. or try to, like, apologize immediately and have it go away. Sai's trying that same, like, apologize immediately and have it go away thing, but, like, no one, had, like, buys it with her. <laughs> she doesn't have a Heather. To help her out. Rather is Aaron. Oof. Who doesn't like her right now. And Yeah, and like the, my problem with Sai is she's not like we've seen people be bitchy. Um, everybody is calling attention to Sutton's first season when she says to Teddy, I already thought you were boring and now you're pregnant. Ugh. Hilarious. <laughs> that that is objectively a horrible thing to say. So funny, so like iconic. Everybody loves that. But, like, mm-hmm. Sai tried to create those, like, ha, 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 I'm funny, I'm hungry, I brought my own groceries, and it is not working at all. Mm-hmm. I also think it's so clear Jessel and Pavit like each other. Yes. They have the best chemistry out of any other couple. Yeah. Who's, who's married would you want? Jessel and Pavit's marriage who withstood four years of IVF, multiple miscarriages, not having sex for two years. And one hot topic on me. Or... Aaron, whose husband said he would cheat on her if that happened. <laughs> like, there's a clear winner. And I think that's insane that Sai said you don't have, what did she say? You don't have chemistry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, it, it's not there for her. She doesn't see it. She doesn't see how they like each other. I don't see how your husband likes you. How about that, Sai? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Since we are on reunion, let's start with a premiere episode of Winter House. Oh, boy. All right. Winter House. Alex and I gave Winter House two big thumbs down. <laughs> Julia, defend your thumb up. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed myself. I think the biggest reason is because I've seen Family Karma, like first season, and I do watch Below Deck. So for me, Makes it sense. was fun to see, like, on Below Deck, especially Katie and Malia, like, they're adults. They're both high ranking Below Deck cast members. They show up, they work. 
so for me, it's delightful that they pick small rooms because they're used to living on top of each other. It's delightful. They thought they had to share beds. Yeah. They like Mm -hmm. clean everything and they don't care. They're just like, I have to clean. That's what my job is. And I'm loving the contrast because this winter house is just a mashup of mm-hmm. all the other Bravo shows. And we only have one random, and that's Danielle's friend name. Danielle's friend. Um, Casey. Oh, yes, Casey. Jordan's our hottie from um, Martha's Vineyard, who immediately got Jordan yet again. Twice! Yeah, it was such like a horror movie, this episode. This It was her big problem on Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. She walks in, immediately has a car full of guys calling dibs on her. Like this poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> the price of being You know beautiful. what I will say, though? Who who was the one that was like mainly at Amir? Was that his name from Martha's Vineyard? Amir was the cute, shorter one. Yes, I remember. Well, during like the hot tub scene, I was like, if she kisses this guy instead of after Amir, after watching a season of Amir going after her, I was about to lose my mind. But I, it, of course, like I love Jordan, and of course she wouldn't. Yeah, but <laughs> it's really weird they got the hot tub Jordan scene guy Alex on this show because Alex really didn't have any game on his below deck season either. So I can't believe he thought he could get Jordan. Do you know who would be thriving on this? And I can't even believe it's about to come out of my mouth. Austin. Yep. Austin. Yep. Austin would have landed. Honestly, Jordan would fall in love with him immediately. Yeah. But he would land the plane with Jordan. <laughs> yep. I hate it. I wish Paige was here. What the heck? No Paige? No Craig? But Danielle knows Jordan. So that makes me happy that I know Jordan has met our summer house, New York I'm, I'm rolling my eyes at everything Danielle says. After what we know from last season, she just seems like a nut to me. Like, I'm over Danielle. And she's taking the Katie thing, the Katie Schwartz divorce, way too personally. Is like her her dismissiveness of Schwartz before he arrives. I'm kind of like, all right, what? who are you in this? Nobody. We know she's yeah. not mentally sound because just a week prior to this filming, she tried to go beg her ex-boyfriend to get back with her. Yeet. And he had to tell her no. I could have told you no for him. <laughs> her talking head, though, of course, is like, well, fuck him. Like, fuck Rob. It's like, well, we just heard that, like, you wanted him back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Why am I still seeing Corey on my screen? He is, like, the opposite of Austin to me, where it's like, yeah. I enjoy, I love, I'll say one of my the great pleasures of watching Bravo shows is watching women fall in love with Austin. <laughs> I can't say the same for Corey. No, I know what's funny is they're the same model, just different flavors. Like, they mm-hmm. get, they're the exact same dude. It's just Corey's, like, a shit and, like, negs you. And then Austin says, like, you look like Celine Dion. It's crazy how beautiful you are. Like, i rather watch that, I guess. Quite literally, you are the hottest girl I've ever seen. He's been saying quite literally a lot. We'll get into that with Southern Charm. It's crazy. If I watch Corey throw one more fucking glass on the ground, I'm going to refuse to watch the show ever again. If Corey throws another glass, we're never covering Winter House again. <laughs> and also, and then we can move to Southern Charm, because apparently I do have something to say. It's just, he's been with Sam since the summer. He says, oh, we haven't defined it, but it's after Scandal, meaning it's end of February, March. Mm-hmm. No, it's March. Mm-hmm. It has to be March. It's March 11th, my birthday. <gasps> Thank you, Alex. Happy birthday. <laughs> and... He still hasn't defined it with her, and then she doesn't get asked back on Summer House because she's dating Corey, and I think we find out how gross he is after this. Oh, because I was curious why he was here. 
his anti-trans shit. There's no way they're keeping him on. Yeah. It was pretty gross. He's gotta go. So, like, we're booting Sam, who's fun, because her shitty boyfriend, but we're letting the shitty boyfriend come back on? Okay. Also, the straight mm-hmm. guy who wears pearls is anti-trans. Like, <laughs> Speaking of shitty men, Southern Charm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all I have to say about this is the way that the men are treating Taylor is shocking, and I think I know why. Okay. Taylor gets treated, like Leva says, with kid gloves because she is small, white, feminine, and not that bright. So she can be, like, molded to whatever they want, where Olivia's going to say, fuck you. Madison's going to light you on fire and say, fuck you. Leva's going to say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, she is the only one who's like, oh, I wish you didn't cheat on me so much. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But I'll still walk mm-hmm. my dog with you. Like... She's the only one who worships the boys, I guess, so they don't go after her. What do you guys think? She's the one who is willing to be submissive to whatever man she dates. Can I say something that might be unpopular? Okay. The couple I am rooting for on Southern Charm. Shep and Taylor. Olivia and Austin. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. Why? Julia, no. Because of their shared grief? What possible <laughs> explanation do you have? I think Austin needs to be alone forever. <laughs> I I will say I don't see Olivia with this guy, Rod. No, there's more chemistry there, I think, than with Austin in the beginning. Because we even said that last season. Like, these guys aren't dating. Why are we pretending? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. marginally better. Do you think she'll be the one to fix Austin, Julia? <laughs> I don't even know what I want. Just when they talk, aw, these two should be together. I see that. I think part of that to me, whenever I see them talk and get along so well, is like, this is such a young woman. Mm-hmm. Austin's older than her. He has like conditioned her into behaving a certain way. I, it, just, it still raises like icky to me whenever they're getting along very well. It feels like something that Austin's like kind of like. Do I have a crush on Austin? Is that the issue? Ew, maybe. This is the, well, this is, this is the problem I gotcha. that I think we all have realized with this podcast is that we all kind of have fallen under Austin's spell. <laughs> we hate him so much but i if he said i'm not gonna do it anymore we would have a crisis there was a point in this podcast where we were all like what the fuck why does sierra like him and now i think we can all agree we get it i don't know what it is i don't know yeah but i don't want to talk about this anymore i'm gonna get upset (laughs) we heard he's better in person and this is why we can never go to bravocon (laughs) or charleston (laughs) i will say jt is the most embarrassing man that has ever been on a bravo show (laughs) and his obsession with taylor is so creepy yeah. I kind of like it. I feel like that's what she deserves. And I know that sounds awful. <laughs> Julia, but you're rooting for Austin? I truly am. Taylor just rubbed me the wrong way. I hated her preppy Charleston outfit. And I don't like that she's playing so dumb. I do think she's smarter than she's letting on. She's justifying kissing Austin with they were both single. Which is just such a slap in the face to her friend Olivia. And, and I, the, the Whitney pick. She is playing weirdly dumb about yes. that. I think I will back you up on, I do want to see JT and Taylor get together. Yeah. And then we engaged. never have to see them again. Like, I hope they get together at the end of the season and then they're off my screen. Do you know mm-hmm. who I'm absolutely loving this season is Madison. Oh, she's a star. She's always been the best. Mm-hmm. I love Madison. I love it when she's like, 
with her little bow in her hair, gossiping over Simply Lemonade with Paige, and then just going insane at JT's mm-hmm. creepy mm-hmm. dinner. And the unraveling of Shep continues. I was so, like, offended at the beginning of the episode of him being like, hey, Taylor, here's some advice on how you should approach Olivia as though he's not a part of this at all. He's just like this third party guy that can give advice to this situation. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I also love that he walked right into saying, I cheated on Taylor here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like a bad, like Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> Trying to sneak out the door. Well... Do we want to talk about Beverly Hills? I'd like to say two words to you. Dorit retreat? <laughs> Love bean. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. You mean you mean three words repeated three times. <laughs> okay, we have watched this marriage for 13 years. Have you ever? Have we ever heard that word? No. And we all thought the same thing, right? Yes, okay. Okay, can we say it at the same time? What's a love bean? One, two, three. Clit. Clit. But also, like, the first time we said I was like, that's kind of a weird, whatever. Like, sure, we we all have. I feel like bean is a common term of affection. But the fact that he says love bean three times in a row during a very serious Mm -hmm. talk. As Julie was saying, we've seen this couple a very long time. This is the first time Kyle's out. Kyle's gone. He doesn't know, but she is long Mm -hmm. gone. No, but he's Mm -hmm. gone also. He's just not willing to admit that they're broken. He's talking to his secretary or girlfriend, still unclear, and scheduling his life with no consideration as to what Kyle is up to. But he's always done that. Did he always go to Coachella by himself? I thought that was a joke. You go to Coachella to cheat on your girlfriend or wife. Please see Tom Sandoval. Mm-hmm. So the rumors are out that another couple is getting divorced from Beverly Hills. And it's not Kyle and Mauricio. Like, the blind item is like, it's not who you think. So that only leaves us with Crystal or Dorit. I think it's 100% Dorit and PK. I do too. Especially after this episode. And Dorit has made Will I, Won't I with PK her storyline. She said it out loud with him, like, in the next room this episode. Yeah. That's, like, another thing at the Dorit retreat. The Dorit retreat. I kind of wish that we had had more build up because I would have really have liked the Dorit retreat to be marketed to us. Like a Buga de Beppo. <laughs> oh, Buga de Beppo. You, Julia wanted a season build up to Buga de I wanted, Beppo. Yes, retreat. I wanted that for the Dorit retreat because I just thought it was so great. But she got so mad at Erica for bringing it up during Erica's showmanship at BravoCon. But then she's using that to create her storyline. And I just am not a fan of this two-faced way of navigating through my Bravo show. Can I say something absolutely unhinged? Yes. And then can I say something absolutely unhinged after you do? I hope we're on the same page again. That would be amazing. I think PK is frustrated with Dorit because, bear with me, let me get through the sentence. The break-in was staged, but still scary, because that would still be scary. Like, we've all set up a prank and scared ourselves in the process. Set up the break-in for insurance money, because we know that PK owes a shit ton of money that came out this week. She's like, I have PTSD from that. And he's like, bitch, it was fake. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going on this season. He did call her annoying while she was pouring her heart out to him. That was rough to hear. Alex. Oh, 
I mean, obviously that was not what Damn I was it. <laughs> But also A plus for conspiracy theory. I Thank you. love it. I love that though. I can compl- I love that being a specific fight a couple would get into. <laughs> On camera. It feels like Fargo or something. Or burn after reading. Yes, very burn after yes. reading. Can yes, I yes. do a tiny, tiny recap of why I think the break-in was fake? Just of two course. tiny things. Sure, yeah. Well, we all think it. Okay, we do? Okay, excellent. Okay, Elizabeth, why do you know it? Tell us. I know it because if you're going to steal somebody's phone, you wouldn't leave it for them to call 911, number one. And she said, one part, if the break-in was real, this part I know is fake. She said he had a loaded gun to her head and then just left. If you're pointing a loaded gun at somebody, you're ready to shoot. Why would they not shoot? Are you using the Chekhov's gun theory on this treat retreat break-in? You can't bring a gun on stage mm-hmm. and have it not go off. Absolutely I am, Julia. Alex, what is your unhinged theory? Please be crazier it's than mine. So, so much no, it's so much more tame. No! It's that, that of all of the unhinged Erica moments we've seen, to me, this is the most psychopathic she's ever oh, come across. When she said, teach me how to be empathetic. Yeah. No, no. What is empathy? I think was the question Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, no. Responded the therapist. <laughs> yeah. That and her just response to Dorit and her very blank face. I am a showman, Dorit. I have to put on a show. The audience wants it. <laughs> it's giving Black Mirror. <laughs> And then she puts on a show because her big cry was definitely a rehearsed in the mirror cry. The performance yeah. of a lifetime. I think Kyle is sitting in the corner because Kyle is over it. What were your thoughts on the Garcelle's kids who were like, okay. you left us for three weeks and we hate you now. So, okay. yes, Julia, Julia, you want to go first? Because I have yes. some very, very strong thoughts I'm going to have to be careful about because they're 17. <laughs> are they 17 or are they 15? How old are oh. those kids? one's 15 no they're, they're 15 you're 15 you're listen, right listen they're old enough to know better based on the way they're behaving in this episode is what i'll say one child is deciding that his mom wasn't there for him and raising him when he needed it the other child is pussy whipped and has mm-hmm. no commentary julia he's 15 he's in love with his high school girlfriend such a misogynistic term Oh, yeah, I like that kid. That <laughs> oh, kid the one who's fun. head over here is with Ashlyn. No, I love him. Yeah. The one still in I love like with him. his mom is the one that's giving us trouble. <laughs> he went on the equivalent of whatever Gen Z is on for Tumblr.com, decided that he has been gone through parentification and is being abused by his mom leaving him for three weeks and that he doesn't need her anyway. He's just being a little 15-year-old. That's what they do is they decide they're independent and don't need their parents. Mm-hmm. That time you were gone for a year. It was. That, you mean three well, weeks? It was not even a month. <laughs> that is a long spring break. Yeah, these are kids who've had a very good life, but I am proud of them because they do show up with their mom to have a weird Dior poncho picnic on the beach. Right, but next week we find out in the preview that like he wants to go back to live with his dad. Wait, but he wanted to stay with his mom for an extra week. He's just playing them. Yes, Julia, they're teenagers. It's what they do. Oh. I wouldn't get eyes on this Ash child girlfriend. I want Ashlyn. I want new housewife, 15-year-old Ashlyn. And then just her son. Oh, God, do you know how gross that would be? You make every uh, Bravo romantic scene look go to shame. <gasps> the partners of Garcelle's sons have actually had a huge impact on the Bravo-verse. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, Garcelle. <laughs> really raising the next generation there. 
are we have a new Jamie Lee Curtis of this season, Jennifer Tilly. I clapped my hands. That's who I need. Etne Crystal. Oh, I Do agree. you guys think that this is uh, Jennifer Fessler who just put on a different wig and came over and decided to, no. to try something else out? I love Jennifer Tilly. She's the bride of Chucky. <laughs> She's crazy. It makes total sense that she's friends with Sun. Oh, yeah. I am going to give you guys salted caramels before every plane right now. I would love that. Thank okay, you. Okay, that is insane. That is the craziest <laughs> thing I think we've ever heard on a Bravo show. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. Yes. All right, awards. I am re-gifting an award that Alex gave the other week, the Festivus Award. I am taking this away from Bryn at her birthday party and giving it to Dorit's retreat, where they went around the circle and said aired their grievances. So fun that we're having two Festivus-themed Bravo episodes back-to-back. Wait, to that point, it's so funny that no one um, was, like, supportive of Kyle after hers. Instead, Garcelle was like, well, I don't know where I stand with you. Because <laughs> people don't like Kyle. I think Kyle's not likable. Yeah. All right, Alex, what's your award? All right, well, I'm changing mine. I'm going to the next holiday. Instead of Festivus, this week is just the general, the Halloween award. (laughs) And this goes to the most surreal scene I've seen in Bravo in a minute, which is when Madison's son came home and revealed he had been bitten (gasps) by another child all over his body. I was so unnerved by it. It was, it was spooky. So the, the child that bit Madison's son gets the Halloween award. Okay, I can tell by Julia's reaction to Garcelle's sons and you being horrified that children bite each other. You guys have not worked with children before. I've never I been around one in my life. I'm by both of these things. I think it was the reveal of the leg that made me go, ooh. It was also such a wild moment because it just shows us how few and this is going to be hard to hear how few real life moments we get on these shows because yes, that that's... was real i almost didn't want to watch madison's yeah. husband really takes the son away like they have these cameras but they're that trying to like protect scene. him it gave me shivers but i do have to say do you know what was so sweet madison's son comes in hudson and opens his arms so then his mom will run and hug him that was so <laughs> cute and she's like i'm, I'm gonna bite you. him back Madison, you were on camera. Stop talking. <laughs> oh, she would if the cameras weren't oh, yeah. there. 100%. All right, Julia, what's your award? My, the new Mikey Award. Erica's former assistant, choreographer, all of the above, Mikey, who we miss ever since she couldn't pay for him, goes to Avi, the assistant of our favorite Sutton, because he was giving the most and I love the most. And so therefore I am here for him. I am too. Ah, well, what a great week. Um, We are action-packed. We are up to six shows next week. Uh, Until further notice, if somebody starts slacking, this is a warning to all you Bravo shows that were filmed a year ago. We'll drop them if we got it. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, it's your real survivor. (laughs) This is too much. It's stressing me out. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 